You'll notice that there is a definitive theme between the songs and the lesson this evening about he lives, oh, that's kind of loud, and we live. Uh, we are going to unpack a verse that is usually up on the screen. It was literally just up on the screen uh, for communion. Why is this not working? What's happening here? Uh, this verse right here, Galatians 2.20, which is fairly often on the screen while we're having communion, right? We have this sort of up there, and you can think about it. We have those verses up there to help. Uh, what's, what's the phrase we use? Uh, to focus our minds. I think that's the phrase we use, right, when we talk about uh, being aware of communion and what we're doing. And this is one of the ones that is up there pretty often. Uh, Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Uh, I, I have a really hard time not saying it in the particular cadence of the song. I don't know if you guys know the song or not. I've been crucified with Christ, but it's, it's really hard for me not to just include the nevertheless. It's not in the verse, and it feels like it should be. What is this verse saying? That's what we're going to unpack tonight. What is this verse saying? The idea of death and burial and resurrection, that's sort of the crux of not only the, the gospel message as a whole, but the communion message in particular. And we're thinking about, of course, not only how this relates to his death, burial, and resurrection, and then what we remember at the communion, but then the, the way that that is emblematic of our lives in our own situations, our individual lives. And I've been crucified with Christ. That is the refrain of all Christians. It's not me who lives anymore. I guess I am the one that's up here speaking before you today. But you should be able to see... Christ in me. Just as when I look at you, I should be able to see Christ in you. We sang a bunch of songs about because he lives, I can face tomorrow. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. What does that mean exactly? It begins with our death, right? That's how this is beginning with his death burial, resurrection, and our death, burial, and resurrection. In Romans 6, 5 through 11, for if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him. That's what the Galatians were saying, right, too. Uh, we know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For he who is uh, the one who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. And so you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. What is that saying? What, what does that mean? As we think about the idea of dying to sin. He died to sin. Not that he ever sinned, right? His death was defeating sin. His death was putting to death the power of sin. Our death and our crucifixion, if I've been united with him in a death like his, Paul says it in Galatians, if I've been crucified with Christ, I'm killing the old me, the me that cares about the me that I was before, the things that I cared about, the priorities that I had, the beliefs that I had. We talked a bit about this when we talked about repentance. The death of a Christian in this spiritual sense, is in large part tied to repentance. That I believe in Jesus, and I've changed my mind about his idea and about my life versus his life. I've changed my priorities, and now I'm, I'm dying to the old self, right? The old self was crucified with him. We did die 
But of course, we live like he lived. He died and was raised. We die. We're buried, of course, in immersion and we're raised. But it's not the old me anymore. Well, let me put it this way. It shouldn't be the old me anymore, right? It should be a different version of me, one that is empowered by his spirit. No longer am I just living the life of Chris Watts, doing Chris Watts things and things that I care about, but I am living with the power and the guidance and the will of the Spirit of Christ in me. As he lives in heaven, waiting for us, I say waiting, he will come for us, I guess, eventually. He lives not only up in heaven with the Father, but lives through us on earth. Romans 8, 9 through 14, we, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if, in fact... The Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, if Christ is in you, that big if there, right? Although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Jesus from the dead, and I really want you to note this phrasing, will also give life to your mortal bodies. This is not a thing about life that we'll have eternally in heaven. That's not what he's talking about here, right? That is a thing that will happen. Hallelujah. But the life that he's talking about, this new life, I've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. That is the here and now. The Spirit will give life. Him who raised Jesus from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies. The, 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 what I call the meat suit, right? What I'm in right now through His Spirit who dwells in you. So then, brothers, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death, that is, stop doing the deeds of the body, you will live for all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. What it means when he says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, that I am living in his spirit, doing the things that he wants, acting the way he acts, speaking the way he would speak, caring the way that he would care. And of course, we could think about the opposite. I'm, I'm not doing the things that he wouldn't do. I'm not saying the things that he wouldn't say. I'm not treating people the way that he would not treat people. Christ does indeed live. But it is not some far-off thing. Christ does not just live up in heaven and he's waiting and we're going to see him eventually someday. He lives here on this earth through us. In us and through us. We are his instruments on this earth. And so we'll end with Colossians 1, 27 through 29. To them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery... The mystery what? The mystery how the Gentiles get in and, and what was going on in the Old Testament. All these mysteries about the, the gospel message that the prophets didn't understand. The mystery is Christ in you. The hope of glory. Him we proclaim warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all... I like the way he says this. He's struggling, but not with his own energy. This is the one who said, I've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ who lives in me. What does that mean? I toil struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. It's not about me anymore. It's not about how good I am or strong or how intelligent or how awesome. It is about Christ and his power living and working in me. I am so glad that he lives 
Not just that he lives somewhere far away that I will see him someday, but that I'm glad that he lives in me today, right now. Truly, he is here with us. Amen? Truly, he is here with us. And as we conclude, we offer the invitation. If you're ready to have that connection with Christ, ready to have that unity with Christ, to live not as yourself, but as an instrument of his will, well, we offer you that invitation to do so tonight. Come while we stand and sing.